This is Rising Shining. I'm Kelsey. In each episode, I share honest reflections and encouragement that I hope will be a bright spot of your day. Each episode is also a written post with photos and links at risingshining.com. Today's episode is titled, Currently April. Inspired by creating content for my Rising Shining audio blog and the lovely comments I've received from listeners. Thank you. My goal this year was to produce audio blog content for the months of April and October, but now I'm wondering if I can keep it up regularly. I'm not ready to fully commit to that, but I'm percolating the idea. Purchased. Summer capsule wardrobe items, like another pair of my favorite Patagonia quick dry shorts, two tank tops, and swim shorts. I also bought the Percal sheets from Brooklinen I've been eyeing for a while. I'm obsessed with them. They're soft yet cool and crisp. Every time I turn over during the night, I think about how much I love our new sheets. Typically an underbuyer, I'm so proud of myself for spending more to get really good sheets since we've used our old sheets for at least a decade. Reading. My reading pace has slowed a bit, perhaps because it's warming up and I'm not taking as many long walks with Maeve. I'm on a murder mystery kick and enjoyed Sweet Little Lies and Persons Unknown, both recommended by Anne, who is a reading kindred spirit as we enjoy so many of the same books. I also listened to The Four Winds, which was heavy. Whew. The book follows Elsa as she lives through the Dust Bowl in Texas and then in California. In school, I learned about the broad strokes of the Dust Bowl, but The Four Winds brought the bleak hardship to life. Even though the book tells a difficult story, I would recommend it to learn more about a time period in American history. I just finished listening to The Midnight Library, which I didn't love. It reminded me a little of Una Out of Order, which I also didn't love. Currently, I'm reading Finlay Donovan is Killing It, which is fun, and just started listening to In Five Years, another love story with a time travel-esque element. Playing with time seems to be a popular plot device lately, which is kind of interesting, although I think it's hard to do well. Thinking about... The last month of school for the boys and our summer plans. I'm thinking of a loose daily rhythm and how to break up the long, hot weeks. I really enjoy our school year routines, but with a six and eight-year-old plus having more activities available this year, I'm starting to look forward to our summer routines too. I'm expecting the public pools to be open this summer, the return of a summer favorite, and I would feel comfortable taking the boys. We're looking into doing a few weeks of summer camps, plus we booked flights to Austin for mid-July. I also have a couple of day trip adventures in mind that I'd like to take the boys on. Good things to look forward to. Loving. Our front and backyards. Our Palo Verde trees have grown so much in the three years since we planted them, and they now offer ample, precious shade. They're heavy with yellow flowers, and I even find their flower litter to be lovely. This is our first spring since redoing our backyard. I'm enjoying adding new plants to our beds and puttering in the yard, which Maeve loves too. Researching. Even though it's months away, I'm already thinking about how Maeve will sleep in Austin. Sleep is so hard won, I'm nervous about any change. Maeve will be 15 months old when we travel to Austin. Any recommendations for the best travel sleeping arrangements? I'm intrigued by the slumber pod, which is like a blackout tent that goes over a pack-and-play. In addition, I could have a thicker, more comfortable pack-and-play mattress delivered to my parents' house. Pack-and-play mattresses are so thin and hard. Tell me your tips and that it will be okay. Cooking, eating, drinking. We tried the Seitan barbecue pizza from the high-protein vegetarian cookbook, and it was delicious. 
For Easter at my sister-in-law's house, we brought cupcakes from the coffee shop, which are hands down the best and most beautiful cupcakes. For Maeve and then Dash's birthdays, we had a vanilla oat cake with vanilla yogurt frosting and then an ice cream cake from Cold Stone Creamery. As always, our frequent Friday takeout from Uprooted Kitchen has been a tasty treat at the end of the week. I especially loved herb mac and cheese with lentils and carrots and a Thai peanut flatbread. And their mint chocolate brownie was so filling, I saved some to have the next morning with my coffee. Yes. Grateful for 11 years of marriage to Chris. Even after spending nearly an entire year together in our house, he's still my favorite. Also, being back at Orange Theory. I have never loved running on a treadmill so much. So far, I've only gone to mask-required classes, and everyone wears a mask the entire time. Wearing a mask while working out is not terrible, and I'm getting used to it. At the same time, I don't feel very worried and might take some mask-optional classes as well. What the boys are into. Playing street hockey with neighborhood friends. Playing The Floor is Lava. Reading the new library books I bring home and set out on the couch for them. And playing Minecraft, which is a new thing in our house. Also, Dash turned eight. He is friendly, kind, and passionate. He dotes on Maeve and she reaches for him to hold her. My heart melts. He has strong opinions, and parenting can come with a lot of power struggles. I think we're able to navigate those better lately by not engaging in power struggles, and I see him maturing emotionally. He's really fun to be with, and I love our conversations. I'm so excited for eight for him. I especially want to remember an evening I spent with the boys last week. I took the boys out for haircuts and a picnic dinner date. I had so much fun with them. I think they both loved how big kid they looked after their haircuts, their first professional ones in a year. We ordered takeout pizza from Maud, and then I let them pick out a giant cookie to share from a new place that opened near our house. We had a picnic in the grass at the Riparian Preserve where the boys ate a few bites, then sprinted to the playground to climb, and then sprinted back. Afterwards, we walked up to the overlook while the boys told me the surprising number of facts they know about butterflies. They climbed trees and played near the water until it was dusk. What Maeve is doing. Saying uh for up. Signing more and milk for nurse. Maeve loves to be outside and points to our back door. Every day we spend time in the shade of our Palo Verde trees, looking at the flowers or sitting on the ground under them. Maeve's naps have improved so much but are still throwing us for a loop. There's been much less crying for naps overall and many naps where she hasn't cried at all, which has been great. But the timing is still so inconsistent, which perhaps is just her way, but I find it really challenging for every day to be different. Within the past week, some days she took two naps and sometimes one. Perhaps she's in between two naps and one, and she'll find a better rhythm when she drops the second nap entirely. Other than naps, Maeve is easy as babies go, and I'm thankful for that. Looking forward to planting new plants in our backyard, Wrapping up a month of audio blogging, scheduling my first pedicure in over a year, and my parents visiting in the middle of May. I hope you found good things in April, friends. Thank you so much for spending some of your day with me. I would love to connect with you and hear your thoughts on today's episode. You can leave a comment on this blog post by following the link in the notes of your podcast player. You can also connect with me on Instagram. I'm Kels Horton. I would be so grateful if you would share Rising Shining with someone who you think would enjoy it. And your reviews on Apple Podcasts are so appreciated. Until next time, I'm wishing you a great day, friends.